I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to It Never Gets Old, a firsthand account of all things secondhand and sustainable. This is a podcast about the resale world, selling your clothes, bags, jewelry, but also what buying used means for the environment and what else we can learn about sustainable fashion. It's time for an app review. You ready, Sarah? I'm ready. I need a new app. I hate my phone. What do I do? (laughs) Well, today we're talking about Depop, which is an app that has really struck a chord among the youths, Gen Z. It is Gen Z's one of their favorite places on the internet. It's fascinating because Depop, and I heard the founder talk at Copenhagen Fashion Week, Depop has really played into our impulse of Instagram. So Depop is less about the items. I have only bought one thing from Depop from Chiara Faragni's closet that I've talked about before. She is an Italian influencer and I bought a handbag from her closet, which was very cool. It's a big hit in Europe. I I know that. A lot of things I've looked up are only available in Europe. But it bills itself like Instagram. So you scroll it like you would scroll an Instagram. It's almost all photo-based. A lot of it isn't designer. It's not really well-organized. But it does allow for Depop influencers, which is incredibly interesting. Like people can make a name for themselves by being a model on Depop, by being a popular Depop seller. It is almost an alternative to Instagram. Like you can, it it sort of looks like it. I wouldn't be surprised if Instagram actually acquired Depop because I feel like they have a very similar aesthetic. So that's really cool. Like you're not following brands, you're following people. There's this person um, who made an entire career for herself on Depop. Uh, There was a whole article about her, which I will link to. She was making like 10, 11 grand a month. And she was, her name is Internet Girl, which is amazing. It's like so 2019, but also like 1992, 1995. But like Internet Girl was out here and she's kind of like a model and people want to own her stuff. People are like, oh, I bought this shirt. This, you know, like it's not a designer brand, but like, oh, this is like from Internet Girl, which, which is extremely interesting to me. Yeah, especially because we all well, most of us anyway, understand the concept of an Instagram model. You know, it's someone who has lots of followers. It's always pictures of themselves, often kind of sexy or with like clothes that you might aspire to own and they look real nice with them. The filters are all right, but where does it go from there? You know, you like it and then you move on and there's nothing you're really getting out of Instagram, um, using Instagram for that platform. Depop, if you do the same thing and people notice you that way, but the things that you are wearing, you're ready to give to someone else, then that could be really lucrative. And it is. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And I understand why it's caught on for, you know, those of us, which is everyone that has an Instagram obsession. So I'm currently on the Depop app and it's a little hard to shop because you're not following brands, you're following people. Like a lot of the other platforms, if I wanted to follow Chanel or like, 
you know, keep tabs on Chanel, I could. Here, it's a lot of thrift. Here, it's a lot of cheaper things. It's very inexpensive, but it is all about the vibe. Like, it's totally different from the rest of the platforms in that it's, like, very young, very hip, very Tumblr-y. You know what I mean? Like, Tumblr, mm-hmm. subculture, cool teens, like, trying to be cool. It's, like, a, now an aspirational thing to be cool on Depop, which is nuts. I read a story in The Atlantic, I think it was, recently, and it's like Depop sort of came out of nowhere for a lot of us. You know, the cool kids knew about Depop some time ago, but it has exploded as this, like, this is what all the teens do now. And it's thrift. A lot of it's thrift. A lot of it is cool teens finding stuff in thrift stores and modeling it in their bedrooms. And Taylor Lorenz, friend of the podcast, who wrote that Atlantic article, hopefully will speak to us a little bit more about this phenomenon because she is queen of teens. She, her beat is teens and technology. And I sound so old. I'm like, the youths do this. But it's pretty cool to look at. It's funny. It doesn't appeal to me because I'm usually looking for specific things. But if I was 16 and sitting in my bedroom and like looking at some of these cool girls and like I'm, I'm pulling up this cool girl right now and she is in a cute pose and she's wearing this thrift outfit and you know it's 22 bucks and oh my god the, the name of the seller is cork whores the youth <laughs> oh. is all the youth is all right but but it's cool it, it's just different from the rest of these these places i think as as a kid who i wore a lot of hand-me-downs from some of my older cousins and sometimes they had sometimes they had really cool stuff that i my parents would not have been able to get me otherwise or you just you've got your friends at school and so-and-so just always looked so great. When I was in my teen years, uh, there was nothing of the sort. But you still kind of get that snapshot of that person where you're like, I like what you've got going on. I wish I had that for me. And so this is that immediacy on a different level. And it's so interesting. It's so different from, like, it's just a different aesthetic from, like, Instagram, I would say, and Instagram models. Like, it's less polished. It's more edgy. And it's it's just kind of cool. Like, it's the cool kid. And, you know, what's really interesting is you can sort of define yourself on this app. Like you could, I mean, I'm just thinking about like me being the dork I was and like having some friends, but like I would have totally made myself into like a Depop influencer. A hundred percent. I would have like been obsessed with this stuff. And Depop has been so successful. They actually opened the Depop experience in New York City. And it's a pop-up for now, but I wouldn't be surprised if they they do the reverse to brick and mortar. So, well, I don't shop it as much because it's really not brands. It's all about people. I think it is one of the one of the futures for sure. Hit us with questions. Do you like the app? What do you think of it? What is your experience? You can find us online at ingopodcast.com. There you can learn more about me, your host, Meredith Feynman, my producer, Queen, Sarah Lane. You can also leave us a short and sweet voicemail. The number's on the website. You can follow us on social media at ingopodcast. Slide into the DMs. We want to hear from you. Send us an email at hello at ingopodcast and stay tuned for more app reviews. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 